Um, Josh, curious to get your read on uh, Khalil Mack and how he impacts the way um, an offense's offense runs its tempo. Um, if there's anything you do when you play call to kind of account for a disruptive player like that. Uh, absolutely. Um, this guy's a tremendous football player. Um, you know, we've played against him a couple times before when he was in Oakland. Um, you know, he's, he's, uh, very athletic. He's powerful. He's quick. Uh, he plays with great effort. Uh, he's got a high motor. Uh, he's very disruptive both in a running game and in a pass game. Um, He's got a knack for creating turnovers when he gets near the football, which he's already demonstrated in Chicago already, uh, you know, in the short time that he's been there. Um, he's just a great player. And I think, you know, they have they have a number of guys on this defense that are really good. And, you know, if you, you know, as you game plan for a, a team like this, uh, you have to take into account uh, the guys that certainly can disrupt you uh, on any play and create negative situations, whether that's uh, tackles for loss, sacks, strip sacks, turnovers. Um, you know, you you got to take all that into account as you start to the the game planning process, and um, and hopefully we can do the best we can to try to neutralize him. We're going to have to play really well against him. Um, you know, we're going to have to play well against Hicks and Goldman and Floyd and. Um, they got a really talented uh, linebacking core that's quick and fast and really uh, a good secondary that's got a knack for, for taking the ball away. So um, he's certainly at the top of the list, uh, but there's a lot of guys on the defense we're going to have to do a great job on. So really, really good unit all together, top to bottom. <clears throat> great. Thanks, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Rich Garvin, followed by Mike Reese. Go ahead, Rich. Hey, Josh, how you doing today? Good, Rich. How you doing? Good, thanks. Um, I'm going to apologize. Kind of a long-winded question here, but I just want to make sure I set it up right. Um, very generally speaking, this isn't geared to any specific player, but when you sign a free agent or you, you bring in a rookie, we understand the game plan here. I mean, one guy one week might have a lot of opportunities, another guy the next week, and then the next week may not have any. You have to explain to guys when you bring them in, that look, this is the way we do things, and whether they, or is it kind of a given now across the league that this is the Patriot way, and it's an unexplained thing here that guys' roles are going to shift from week to week. And then the second part is, there's a lot of egos in professional sports, and a lot of external pressure to put up numbers, etc. And how do you handle that with people? To basically say like, look, it's the team first, and you know you have to subjugate your ego for this. Um, well, the first question, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not really sure how everybody else does it, um, you know, across the leagues. I can't speak for that. I can just say that, you know, our goal each week is to try to do, um, uh, the best we can on the offensive side of the ball, uh, to try to move the ball and score points against the defense that we're getting ready to face. And, um, that always includes, trying well it includes a number of things but certainly one of those things is to try to um accentuate our strengths um and the things that our players do well and also at the same time take into consideration what the other team does well and 
how good they are and, you know, where their strengths are and what they do to, to disrupt you and how they win games defensively. So um, there's no other agenda there other than to try to do the best we can with with our with our players and the scheme that we have available to us and um, and try to, you know, match that up against somebody else's group of players and their scheme. So, um, you know, I, I think, you know, the number one thing there is we're honest and consistent. That's that's our goal every week. We don't have any other goals in mind. Um, we don't really worry about, you know, exactly who gets what touches, et cetera. We're never really, you know, concerned with that. We're just trying to do, you know, the right things each snap of the game as much as we can because we know if we do that, uh, we'll give ourselves a good chance to have some success and hopefully we can – you know, contribute to a complimentary game with the defense and the special teams to help our team, you know, move towards a victory. So um, I think that's an honest way to go about it, and I think our players see that and understand that and, you know, and, and hopefully buy into that. I think we have a great group of players here that are unselfish. Um, they do anything we ask them to do, and they know that the goal here is to try to win games, and, um, and they are completely um, – you know, willing and, and ready to do what's asked of them and, and couldn't ask more of this group. Um, <clears throat> uh, go ahead. Give me the second question again one more time, Rich. Well, just there's a lot of egos in the league, and, and okay. just uh, how do you massage them, I guess? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we, we got a we got a lot. We got good players at, at, you know, at all positions. You know, we that's the goal here is try to put the best group you can on your team, and everybody here is a good player, and, you know, I just think the bottom line is, is you know, you have a, a good group of guys that all understand that they can each contribute to winning. Um, but, you know, it's it's hard it's hard to to try to um, you know claim you should you know we should run the ball behind you on every play when there's you know there's a whole other side of the line of scrimmage that might want you to run a few runs over there or you know you you, you throw you know, throw to these this position and then that position gets less. I mean, the bottom line is is everybody can contribute and help us win. So, um and I think over the course of time that that kind of organically will happen and, and does happen. Um we try to be a balanced offense as it is. You know, we try to run the ball, we try to throw the ball, we try to do it the right way. We we ask our quarterback to read the defense and throw it to the guys that are open based on the coverages uh, and the matchups. And, and so a lot of times, you know, if you're doing the right things, the ball will end up where it's supposed to be on a given play. And, um, and, and our guys always are working to try to improve and get better so that when their opportunities come up, that they take the, take the, uh, the opportunity uh, and take advantage of it and then make the most of those and hopefully get more as the year goes on. <clears throat> Great. Thanks, Josh. Mm-hmm. Next up is uh, Mike Reese, and then we'll go to Nora Princiati after that. Go ahead, Mike. All right. Thanks, Mark. Um, Josh, uh, Sunday night marked the 43rd time that uh, Tom Brady was on the field for a game-winning drive. Um, understanding there's more than just the quarterback playing the game, what stands out to you about Tom Brady that has allowed him to be on the field for that many you know, game-winning drives in his career? I would say that, you know, the first – there's a number of things, obviously, that go into executing well in those situations, and you've said it right off the bat. I mean, it's 
it's it's usually a team thing. It's an offensive thing. The whole group will, you know, um, you know, really has to go out there and execute. In in reference to Tom, I think you know the first thing that stands out to me is his. Um, he obviously embraces the moment and the opportunity to go out there and uh, you know attempt to do his job under pressure in those types of situations, which I think is you know the first thing you have to be able to do if you're going to go out there and have some success. Um, he you know, he, he, he's a great leader under pressure like that because he stays calm. He has great poise. Um, he's very situationally aware. He knows the situation. Um, you know, having gone through it a number of times, you know, understanding the difference between having a minute and 10 seconds and no timeouts versus, you know, two minutes and 50 seconds and three timeouts, you know, there's a huge difference in those types of situations. And, think his experience under pressure in those scenarios, you know, he, he understands what needs to be done and how long we have to do it. Um, you know, and just, I think his, like I said, his overall competitive nature and, and desire to, to, to really, you know, be on the field in those situations. Um, those are the things you hope for, uh, from your group on offense. And he certainly does a great job of that, uh, as one of our captains. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll go ahead with Nora Princiati here, and then our final question will be Phil Perry. Nora, go ahead. Hey, Josh. Um, hey, Nora. When you are designing your offense and trying to make sure you're doing enough things to give defenses a bunch to think about, do you see a distinction between using a lot of different personnel packages versus running a greater number of plays out of each of those groupings that's a good question um you know it i think a lot of times <clears throat> there, there's a lot that goes into to i would say the process of of deciding what what we want to try to do um you know health of our team is certainly a factor health of the other team is certainly a factor um you know um the scheme that we're getting ready to face, uh, how successful they are in different personnel groupings that they use uh, versus our success in our groupings, um, the things that, you know, force defense, some things, things that force some defenses to adjust and communicate um, affect others in different ways. So it's not necessarily the same. Um, some teams are willing and able to, run the same play multiple times and, and just try to count on your execution at times. And other times that's hard to do uh, because teams will give you different looks or adjust quickly and try to take things away that you're doing or showing early in the game. So I think there's, um, there's a lot that goes into that uh, initial decision each week. Um, I think we try to do both as much as we can. We try to make sure that we're always doing something our players feel good about and know how to do and execute because there's nothing more important than, you know, our ability to, to know what we're doing and then do it at a high level fundamentally and, you know, with our techniques. And so we try to do that. And at the same time, you don't want to become predictable and give the defense an advantage based on the personnel grouping you're in, the formation you line up in. So you want to try to keep that moving as much as you can so that you don't put your players at a disadvantage because the defense knows what's coming. So um, I know that's a little bit of a long-winded answer, but there's a lot 
a lot that goes into that each week, and hopefully we're on top of, you know, trying to give ourselves the best chance to be successful each time we go out there. Thank you. No, that makes sense. And our final question here will be Phil Perry. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, Josh, just to kind of follow up on Nora's question a little bit, how important is it for you guys as an offense in terms of keeping defenses off balance to be able to to be able to throw it out of heavier personnel packages and, and run it out of, you know, lighter personnel packages. We saw you do some of that uh, this past week, but I imagine it's, um, it's pretty important, you know, from on a week to week basis. Yeah, I think, I mean, you have to, you have to keep track of what you've shown, you know, and if you've demonstrated, um, you know, a strong tendency in any area, any one area, either run, pass, or formationally, or, you know, with motions, or some area of the field, you're doing something a little bit more than uh, something else, um, you know, you just want to be conscious of that, and, you know, if that's, like you mentioned, if that's, you know, what have we done from a grouping with more receivers on the field, what have we done with a grouping with less receivers on the field, um, you know, you, you want to try to maintain balance. At the same time, you want to try to do something that gets a positive result as well. So I think there's kind of a fine line between just being balanced just to be balanced and then doing something um, based on the defense that you're playing each week that gives you the best chance to be successful. So um, you certainly want to try to keep an eye on both and – and always the goal is to go out there and try to give our players an opportunity to be successful on each play. So um, we try to do it as best we can um, and certainly try to self-scout ourselves and make sure we're not becoming predictable and that our tendencies are a little balanced. But every once in a while, you know, that might sway in one direction or another for one reason or another um, as you go throughout the season. Thanks, Josh. Okay.